From the campus of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, welcome DNA Dan, a podcast on genetics, genomics, and the future of genomic medicine. Our host, Professor Dan Handley, will immerse you in the fascinating world of DNA and genomic medicine. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Hi, this is Dr. Dan Handley, Professor of Genetics and Genomics at Southern California University of Health Sciences. In the previous episode, podcast number six, titled What We Now Know About the Structure of DNA, I mentioned that in each nucleus of a human cell, the total length of DNA contained in it, where it's stretched out into a straight line, is about six feet long. Consider that the size of a nucleus in a human cell is about six microns in width. A micron, otherwise called a micrometer, is one one millionth of a meter. To put this in perspective, the average human hair is about 100 microns in diameter, and a grain of salt is about 500 microns in width, give or take. So how is six feet of DNA packed inside such a tiny space? And it's not only that it's packed into a tiny volume, but it needs to be highly organized. Genes need to be accessible for the cell's machinery to express them. And before cell division, the DNA also needs to be able to be duplicated precisely so that after the cell divides, each resultant daughter cell gets the exact same DNA. This is a very impressive feat of organization. Now to pack six feet of DNA into a nucleus that's only about six microns across requires incredibly efficient packing. And this is accomplished through several ways. First, the double-stranded DNA is wound around spool-shaped proteins called histones. You can think of these as tiny spools of thread or tape. However, there are millions of these histone spools spaced fairly close to each other so that they would look like beads on a string. The combined DNA and histone spools are called nucleosomes. On average, there is one nucleosome every 200 base pairs of DNA. The wrapping of DNA around histones to create nucleosomes is estimated to reduce the overall length of the DNA structure by about six-fold. To further reduce the size of the strand, nucleosomes are also supercoiled. If you have ever twisted a rubber band as far as you can, you have noticed that eventually the coiled rubber band starts to coil over on itself in a large secondary coil. This is known as supercoiling. If you haven't seen it, Try to twist a rubber band as many times as you can. Now, between all of these mechanisms, linear double-stranded DNA can be packed tightly and condensed into what is known as chromatin structures. These combined DNA protein structures aren't necessarily static and can condense and relax in different regions to reveal different genes. This is especially intriguing, given that, as we'll see in the discussion on epigenetics, The local structure of chromatin near a gene can influence its expression. Also consider that all this DNA in the cell's nucleus is organized into 46 separate chromosomes. Chromosomes are even more condensed when the cell undergoes cell division, and it is only then when we see the classic image of paired structures that many think of when they picture chromosomes. For this to occur, the nucleosomes pack into dense chromatin fiber, ultimately creating a DNA molecule that is 10,000 times smaller 
than the simple double helix would be. Nature is indeed ingenious when it comes to packing a six-micron suitcase. This has been a production of the Southern California University of Health Sciences, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. The opinions stated here are solely those of the guests and do not necessarily represent the opinions of Southern California University of Health Sciences.